Welcome back to what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. I'm Vincent Lancey, speaker and author of the book, Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption. Want to know what it's really like to be an entrepreneur? Well, you came to the right place. Whether you're already an entrepreneur or looking to start your journey tomorrow or someone who just needs a little extra motivation to get through the day, this is the perfect podcast for you. This is the place where you will learn exactly what it's like in the world of entrepreneurship and hear authentic stories of entrepreneurs grinding on each episode. My goal for this podcast is to help you realize that giving up is never an option. If you missed the last episode, be sure to download it after you tune in today. Before I introduce my guest, I'll share an entrepreneurial story to inspire you all. On this episode, I will introduce Jen Hansard. She is the co-founder and CEO for Simple Green Smoothies. In 2011, her husband got laid off and decided to become a pastor. She found out that even with the financial support from the church, grocery subsidies, and unemployment checks, it was still tough to make ends meet. As he was laid off, they also lost their health insurance when she had kids, so she didn't know what to do, especially on a budget. I also noted that she was a true entrepreneur because she turned her passion, into, which is her wellness brand, into a successful organization that has over a million plus in her community. She started by literally walking around with a green smoothie at all times, which enabled her to share knowledge about the product's benefits with everyone she met. And we all know as entrepreneurs, word of mouth is probably the best marketing, just very difficult. And I wanted to share this statement in this Forbes article because it shows the listeners that if you're grinding, you're willing to take the chance to succeed, do the small things, walking around with a green smoothie, cold calling, you know, anything's possible. Meredith, what do you like best about her story? I love that. I love that story um, it, because it reminds me of the real innovators, the visionaries, uh, whether it people, you know, the beginning of, of cell phones or even the Wright brothers. It all began with one person who pretty much is faced with something that, you know, general consensus would be that it's impossible, right? And they took that impossible and they made that there. I'm possible. And then all of a sudden the impossible becomes the norm for everybody, right? Absolutely. That voice you all just heard is today's guest on my show. My guest on the show today is someone I met through Tampa General Hospital as a part of my TGH family. She's an incredible entrepreneur, but an even more incredible person. She has an amazing story to share with many entrepreneurial activities, and it's my pleasure to introduce Meredith Alexander. Meredith, thanks for joining the show. Hey, Vince. I am so thrilled to be here, and hello to all of your listeners out there. I'm so excited to connect again. It's been a few weeks, but if you wouldn't mind, please preview a bit of your story before we hit into the questions and then touch on what you're working today. Sure, sure, sure. So um, for me, about three and a half years ago, I was like, I would say 99% of the entrepreneurs, I was really out there trying to finesse my outer game and learn the, all the, you know, social media hacks and, and this little, this little acceleration growth trick and I really, really investing in ways to grow my business, thinking that when I checked off those boxes, then somehow magically and mysteriously, I would achieve work-life balance my life would be great, all those little buzzwords, right? And then all of a sudden, uh, one Friday afternoon in February of 2016, literally a boulder came crashing down right in the middle of, of my plans. And uh, my youngest daughter, who was 22 at the time, was down in South America building schools and doing all kinds of amazing things. And she happened to take a quick little side adventure to Colombia, South America. And literally while she was swimming in a grotto in the middle of a 
rafting trip, a boulder just fell off the side of the mountain and crushed her, her skull and crushed her lungs, broke her spine, snapped her thigh, left her with more than four different life-threatening um, injuries, and, and they didn't expect for her to make it. Um, so needless to say, they don't teach you anything in entrepreneurial school or university about what to do when you get that call. And, and so it's not just the, the emotional obliteration that you feel um, when you have a loved one or when yourself gets hit with some sort of boulder, whatever your boulder is. It also takes a huge financial hit Absolutely. as well, right? That was in the middle of my busy season. And uh, all of a sudden, I, I found myself having to drop everything and hop on a plane and, and head to Columbia, right? Yeah. Well, I know your daughter, and she's a great, great person and part of my TGH family as well. Meredith, I'm really excited to get into the big five today with you. Each episode, my guests and I go over these five questions to help all of the listeners understand what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. You ready to go? Absolutely. Great. Bring it on. So we touched a little bit on your background and the circumstances. When did you realize that you weren't happy? What was that exact moment with what you were doing or that you just needed a change to full spread your wings? So what was it? So, you know, when the boulder fell, um, a lot of things came crashing into me and I realized um, that a lot of the things that I had thought would be important to me suddenly were, were not nearly as important as I thought. And I also realized that some of the things that I had been um, settling with, there'd been a lot of things that I didn't even realize that I'd been settling with. And I realized that, um, the, my, that my mindset was infinitely more important than I had been giving it credit for, uh, for being and for my, the, the importance in my success. And so I, I realized that I had not been fully alive, right? So this crazy boulder, Skylark clearly did survive against all odds, but it came into our lives, as I discovered along the way, not as a powerful lesson in how to face death, but how in to choose to live. And that meant my business. That meant something that felt like it was empowering me, something that I was passionate about. And, and something that even if I was the only person on the face of the planet who believed that it was possible and who felt that this was my calling, that ultimately, if I persisted at it long enough, and if I learned how to do it in the right way, and I watched the, the mentors of people who had done something even similar that I could get there and I had to get there. That was why I was here. And that and only that would, make, would leave me feeling even more alive. Amazing. You're both such amazing people. What would you say one or two of the most difficult parts of being an entrepreneur are on that laundry list of things? You had to pick two. What are we thinking? If I had to pick two, um, I would, would say that, and especially because now I coach and train a lot of entrepreneurs, and um, one of the biggest walls that entrepreneurs crash up against is when they have an innovative idea, they, they immediately jump to saying, well, how? How would I do this? How will I make this? Is this even possible? So that big how can be a really... Um, distracting question when the question I have found, the real juicy question needs to be who? 
Who has done anything like it? Who can be a part of my team? Who can help me accelerate my vision? Who can, be, who can I surround myself with who will give me rocket fuel when I'm feeling like I'm my own worst enemy? Who, who, who? Not how, 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 who, who, who? Because when you have the right people, around you and when you have people who their genius zone complements your genius zone in your vision amazing things can happen so that's that's the biggest one is asking entrepreneurs asking how and in that way becoming their own worst enemy and then secondly the yeah and then the second the self-doubt stuff just believing that because um Going back to the who in a way, because sometimes the people around you say that it can't be done because the conditioning up until this point in your life may imply logically that it can't be done, doubting yourself and, and, and looking at one learning experience as a quote unquote failure as a evidence undeniable evidence that something isn't going to work, there's something wrong with you, you're not good enough, whatever it is. It's, it's that self-doubt. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. If you had to pick one of your failures, Meredith, mm. what is your greatest one and what did it teach you? Um, probably one of my greatest failures was in my original business. And I say my original business because in addition to uh, still being Sky's primary caregiver, I also now have two additional businesses that have begun thriving. Um, but my original business, two years before the boulder dropped, um, I had a, a financial boulder drop into that business where it, it really um, caused a $100,000 hit. And that you know, pardon the pun, really rocked my world because I was attaching my own self-worth as everything, a human being, a, a right to be on this planet based on, on the income and, and based on, you know, my success as a person was, you know, directly corresponded to yeah. what was happening in my business. And they, what happened was totally uncontrollable. It was people people backing out, people backing out on their commitments that I could not have controlled had I wanted to, and I could not have foreseen that. So to beat myself up over that was really irresistible at the time. I mean, it was yeah. really, really tough. And I got to the point where I hated waking up in the morning. And, and yet, as I look back on that, um, it taught me a couple of things. One, that uh, we can often survive things that feel unsurvivable when we start looking at them from another perspective. We can survive them. And thanks to those things, we may have no idea what, what the frick, why they're <laughs> happening at the time. However, fast forward a couple years, when I looked back and I went, oh my gosh, had that awful thing not built my resilience muscle, I would not be the perfect person to then ask the type of questions to shift the perspective the way I was able to when the actual boulder dropped in our life. And for that to become a pivotal moment of saying, okay, if that served a purpose, what might this be leading to that I just can't see yet? That's a great right? way to look at it. Yeah. Incredible outlook. 
yeah, it became super powerful to me. And it, it allowed me to actually genuinely for the first time in my life feel grateful, grateful, literally grateful for things that had been impossible to feel grateful before that totally, even though I knew, quote unquote, that I should feel grateful for them. Um, if I was authentic and honest with you, I would have said that's total bull. I cannot. How can I possibly feel grateful for this, 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 and this, right? Um, and, and then as I got to the point with the boulder, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. It was like walking out my front door and, and all of a sudden seeing this amazing spider's web that had been invisible two seconds before in a from a different angle. It Absolutely. was incredible. Yeah. If you could pick to have a conversation, Meredith, with any entrepreneur, dead or alive, who would it be? What are you guys discussing? Let's hear about it. Mm, with any sort of entrepreneur, um, I, I think I actually might – what I might do is um, go back into Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, and it would be to have like a little assembly of like amazing people. Because one thing that I that I value even more than I did before is that we're not intended individually to have all the answers. It's like you have your amazing greatness, and I have my amazing greatness, and every single person listening to this has their own specific greatness. So when we take your greatness and, and my greatness and, and the individual greatnesses of everyone, then and only then do you have the capability of just something massive. So for me, it would be a collection of people who are massively successful through personal development because the inner game is is huge and the and the importance and that's one thing that I love in the business world today is I think it absolutely is personal because it's business because businesses are are dependent they're only as good as the quality of the people within that business and what they stand for and what their individual whys are yep. you know if you're and making then it, it personal you're caring about it and you have that attachment to it Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and it would also be people then who are really, really, um, you know, I have some great mentors that uh, have influenced me and, and, and helped me am amazingly. So I would, I would be one of those that would, would choose to have, you know, the collections of the, you know, the, the Oprah's, the Dean Graciosi's, the, you know, the Tony Robbins, those people who have been geniuses and, and furthering people's quest for the inner game to um, also people who have been absolute geniuses uh, in marketing and really, you know, uh, um, actually running, running businesses. And if you could have a collection and, and when we could have a cooperative environment instead of a co competitive environment, I think that I think then we will be, we will be unstoppable and, and then potentially the 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 revolution with the artificial intelligence will never be um, replaceable. It's a right? great way to put it. Everybody has their core values, and if yes. we all work together, I mean, it's very interesting. A similar thing on an earlier episode where uh, cooperation, not competition. Yes, we work together, and the great things we can accomplish. It's just unfortunately not everybody's on that same page yet, and it will. I hope we do. Yes. Great answers, Meredith. Thank you. Let's Thank look you. at all of your entrepreneurial endeavors that you have going on right now. We're recording this January 2020. So mm -hmm. New Year's January 2021. 
Let's look at where do you see your entrepreneurial endeavors in one year, and then we'll fast forward to five years. What are yeah. we imagining? So, um, so this time, January 2021, um, I will have gotten to the point where where I will have spoken on multiple, even more stages around because I love. So my personal my personal mission is to positively impact 5 million people or more by 2025. Love so, it. so what that means for me is to really have created and to continue to create an environment where people, people that I have either spoken in front of in a corporate environment or, or clients that I will have worked with either in a group setting or individually in some cases will going back to that coming even more alive. I want that. I will have inspired more people to come even more alive to trust themselves in ways that they haven't been willing to trust themselves before to see the greatness within themselves, to own every magnificent jagged edge within their story and to dare to be the one and only person who sees that I'm possible in their own impossible. And, um, and in that, in that sense, um, I will be unstoppable in that quest. Love you know? it. I can't wait to watch your journey unfold. Meredith, thanks so Thank much you. for coming on today. I know everybody can see the value in your episode and how you really got in depth with all these entrepreneurial endeavors. Thank you for that. It's time for the last word. Is there something you would like to share with our listeners today? that we did not touch on yet. So I think uh, sharing with, uh, with listeners is um, a big mantra of mine is to trust the process and embrace those boulders. And I have learned if there was nothing else, that there is a beautiful partnership between all these like, yay, wonderful moments of celebration that we get to experience in our lives. And yet one of the most undervalued partnerships in this that can get us even further are these things that can feel like the dark edges that can feel like the the scary moments the moments where we take the hits and when if you really that the hit is necessary to really forge a tunnel through the mountain as opposed to having to take one step at a time over the mountain so if you're really serious about seeing the light on the other side and you want it now Get ready to take that huge hit. Embrace the boulders that are falling all around you and, and, uh, and understand the beauty and the magnificence that is within those. That's unbelievable. Absolutely. Awesome, Meredith. Can you please share your social media website or other ways for our listeners to follow your journey, request your services? Absolutely. Um, so I have a couple of websites of the, for my speaker world. It's meredithalexander.com, which is M-E-R-I-D-I-T-H, alexander.com, right? Um, also, for the actual coaching is gritmindsetacademy.com. Or you can actually just text GRIT, G-R-I-T to 26786. And there's a little surprise at that. So that's GRIT, G-R-I-T to 26786. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and Amazing. I would love to stay in contact with, with everyone. And if you want to hear more about Skylar and that particular journey, that then join us on Facebook at Sky is the Limit, S-C-H-U-Y is the Limit. Amazing. I'm sure everybody will check it out as soon as they hear your episode, Meredith. Thank you so much. Everybody listening in, you could also follow the 
show on Instagram at your favorite morning podcast and on Twitter at podcasts by Lancey. My handles are at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media and YouTube. And my website is vincentalancey.com. Make sure to check out my book, Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption on Amazon now. And be sure to email me or DM me. Let me know what you think. If you enjoyed today's episode, please continue listening and rate what it's really like to be an entrepreneur five stars. I work very hard to find value delivering stories for you on each episode. As always, I will end the show and follow the last word with a quote that inspired me and know it will for you too. This one is from Joanna McFarland, the co-founder of Hop Skip Drive. She says, it's important to realize that brand is much more than a logo and slogan. A brand is who your company is, how you function, and make decisions. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you all on the next episode of What It's Really Like to Be an Entrepreneur. Mm-hmm.